Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, this is the song I was talking this about. This is the song you were talking It's a better scene for Goodfellas. <laughs> yeah, and maybe a better song. I mean, they're both great. Maybe. Both clapped and both great yeah. songs. But great De Niro song. at the bar. He's got the cigarette. His eyes are all shifty. He's, he knows things are starting to get a little dicey. Dicey. <laughs> it's a great scene. All right, Jetta Cameron and John Ritchie. Hey, life advice with the hammer coming up at 9.15 today. The key, of course, is get a scenario in on Facebook, Twitter, or the text line, what you need help with. Uh, Seltzer will choose one scenario for life advice today at 9.15. We'll do that every Thursday in the 9 o'clock hour. I'll give you a piece of life advice right now. If you want to know about uh, Andrew Painter's uh, first start with the Philly or first performance with the Phillies uh, in, uh, in in spring training this year. Get a firsthand report from someone who was there and from someone who also was a catcher in Major League Baseball. Caught a lot of pitchers, including a lot of young pitchers and a great Phillies announcer and one of our own here on the WIP Morning Show, Mr. Ben Davis from Clearwater. How you doing, Ben? Top of the morning to you. Uh, you too, buddy. And the rest of the day to yourself. <laughs> Thank you, got- you. Thank you, John. <laughs> I just, first of all, I just want to say, Joe, I just feel rejuvenated. I feel refreshed. You allow me to sleep that extra 20 minutes. I don't know what I'm going to do with the rest of the day. <laughs> so I texted, John, I texted Ben yesterday. I said, hey, can you do 7 o'clock? He's like, man, 7.20 would really help me. I'm like, 7.20 it is. Ben, honestly, you could have pushed it to 7.40. We could have moved Howard Eskenazi. Believe me, I was looking for you to say you 8. Leverage, I'm sure that man. would have gone well. <laughs> Howard's whole call would have been how, how you moved him. Would have been gonna, 10 minutes on moving him. I was going to kick Eskenazi next week. Anyway, Ben, no, we, we appreciate it. All right, so, Ben, let's get to it. You were there. You saw Painter. Uh, we know, you know, essentially it was, you know, two innings and one run. Um, but what did you see yesterday? What stood out to you from the young 19-year-old? Uh, I saw composure. And that is something you're thinking, okay, I'm 19 years old. I mean, what were you doing when you were 19 years old, for crying out loud? You know, he's a 19-year-old trying to make a big league ball club in a big stadium against a lineup full of really good hitters. And he had composure. Uh, the stuff was there. He was sitting at 97, 98. He touched 99. Uh, he was very happy with his new cutter that he that he was throwing. Uh, he got a strikeout with that pitch. Um, he, he gave up the one run, but it was a couple of bleeders early in that game. Um, but I saw a guy that was very composed to be 19 years old, and his command was there. The fastball obviously had a lot of life to it. Garrett Stubb spoke volumes about him and, and what he could possibly potentially be. Um, I just you have to be very very uh, happy and and pleased about what you saw yesterday and. And uh, what a future this kid has. Oh, my goodness. Ben, the word is that Painter has five-plus pitches. How unusual is that, especially for a 19-year-old? 
it's very unusual. And, you know, does he need five pitches? Probably not. He didn't throw any curveballs, and he didn't throw any change-ups yesterday. Uh, Gary Stubbs said he wanted to make him feel comfortable out there and stick with his bread and butter. Uh, a lot of first-pitch fastballs. And, um, you know, that, that's something I can understand. Uh, Garrett's been around. He knows how to handle younger pitchers. And, um, you know, he just wanted to make him feel comfortable out there. And, listen, if I'm throwing 99, I'm going to feel pretty comfortable with myself. So yeah. I think that's something that he was uh, able to stick to. But, again, the composure that this 19-year-old kid shows, we had Zach Wheeler on our broadcast the other day, and we were asking him about Tanner. He said he doesn't act like a 19-year-old. And he said, but in a good way. You know, he's not immature. He asks questions when, when need be. Um, he's just, he gets it. The guy gets it. The guy's good. What is a realistic schedule for us to expect for, for this team to, you know, plan on bringing him up how and when? Well, from the reports I'm reading and what I've seen, I went him saw, uh, I went and saw him throw on the, on the practice field, uh, last week, last Saturday before the, before our first broadcast, it was on one of the backfields. He threw two innings, him and Mark Capel. And I'm just sitting there behind home plate watching, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, like, these guys got no chance. Um, it's, from what I'm reading and, and looking at, I, I don't see any reason why he doesn't break camp with them. Now, wow. if it really, it, if it really is, I know, and that's the, that's the surprising thing, because if you're looking at it, it's, so basically it's between him and Bailey Falter. Bailey Falter had a great last 10 starts of the season. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking at all these off days, and they're, they're possibly talking about going with a six-man rotation as well that's going to even limit his innings that much more. Mm-hmm. So if, if you're talking about a six-man rotation, all these off days, I mean, there's so many off days in the beginning of the seasons now. And even if that, they have that off day, they could, they could possibly skip a start. So there is a way to limit the innings, and they're going to have to limit the innings. I mean, again, the kid is 19. He won't be 20 till mid-April. So there is a, a way to do it. His stuff is it's, it's major league ready. And yeah. I've, I've seen enough to know that I know. Wow. And, you know, it's – it's it's that good. It's wow, that good. that's great to hear. I mean, listen, him with Wheeler and Nolan potentially for years to come, plus Ranger, plus Walker. I mean, that's that's exciting. Ben Davis with us right now from Clearwater. He saw Andrew Painter's debut yesterday in spring training. So Ben, let's let's talk about um, the other stuff because you're talking about the stuff, and that's awesome. But then let's let's reference Bull Dorm. Great movie, great sports movie, baseball, and basically that movie is about not what the pitcher throws, but how he handles everything else. How much does that stuff matter in the decision when, when to bring him up? Learning how to move through failure. Learning how to be a teammate amongst men when you're 19 years old. How, how does that stuff factor in to what will ultimately be the Phillies' decision of when to bring him up? So it's a big factor. And what I think is, is good for him on his a- aspect is the fact that these guys are so prepared now. I mean, the, the Phillies has done such a good job of, of preparing. And Rob Thompson, Caleb Cotham, I mean – I talked to Caleb last Saturday for a half hour, and he was so – he has these guys so in tune with the new regulations, with the new pitch timer, and how to handle it, and, and how, the, how they can throw hitters, timers off, hitters timing off, and all those types of things. He will be prepared, and I don't think they'll overwhelm him with things, but there's also a lot of – there's a veteran presence on this ball club, Bryce Harper, J.T. Romito. Having J.T. Romito behind the plate, if he is, is to start, and even Garrett Stubbs, I mean, that is such an advantage for a younger pitcher to kind, kind of cool him down and say, hey, man, this is what we're going to be, you know, relax. I know it's easier said than done, but he's got that makeup. Andrew Painter has that makeup. And the other thing from a physical attribute is he doesn't look like a 19-year-old. I mean, this guy is yeah. he's about 6'7", but he's not gangly. And, like, he, this dude is put together. He's got a strong foundation, strong legs. He uses his legs really well. 
Um, he doesn't he doesn't look like a 19 year old. He just doesn't. Uh, when I was 19, I was 6'5", 190 pounds. I mean, this kid is put together, you know? And I think that that's another big reason why I think he can make that jump. But I think the veteran leadership and how this coaching staff is going to enable him to be productive and stay within himself at the big league level. Ben, uh, other than Andrew, I, I'm always told not to get overexcited about what I see during spring training, but then I always get overexcited about some guys. Other than Andrew Painter, who is that guy that you're excited about this spring training? Well, I know we've talked about him, you know, at length, but, but Trey Turner has done in spring training. I mean, he looks like he's in midseason form. Um, he's played a tremendous shortstop. He is, you know, I watched him steal a bag last week. He was t- just timing the pitcher. Um, the guy can just be in so many different ways. I mean, this guy is so good. And, you know, it's, I mean, I think he's just touching the tip of the iceberg. This guy is, he's so dynamic in what he does. I mean, he has looked great. And I will say that some of the younger kids, and I'm not saying all these guys are going to be up at some point during the year, but I like the approach of some of these younger kids. I mean, they're hitting a lot of home runs, and that's great. I get it at spring training, and the ball is flying. I mean, it's like an airport down here. But besides that, I mean, their, their approach is good. With the infield in, they're staying within themselves and staying up the middle, shortening their swing up, putting balls in play. They're not, we heard Rob Thompson tell, tell us the other day, he's, what he's impressed with offensively is he's not seen a lot of chases on breaking balls down in the dirt. Um, so that's kind of reassuring that these guys have a good feel of what they're doing up there. Uh, but I would say Trey Turner is really sticking out right now. I mean, he is just he just he's just going to make this ball club so much better. Ben, one of the things John and I have talked a lot about today is I believe, and John disagrees with me, that this spring, whether it happened a week ago or this week, Rob Thompson should apologize to Zach Wheeler for pulling him out of game six. <laughs> I know John, as the player, thinks that undermines Rob Thompson's authority. I view it this way. Sirianni talks about connectivity, trust matters. If I'm Zach Wheeler... I'm still, I'm still really bothered by it. And, and if I'm the manager and I have a seven-month journey with this guy up ahead, I, I don't want my pitcher bothered by it with me. I want to address it. I want to tell him, hey, I made a mistake. I'm sorry I didn't trust you in that the biggest of moments. And let's move on. How would you handle it if you were Rob Thompson, Ben? Yeah, maybe, maybe it was addressed between the two of them. Yeah, it might have been. Do you think it warrants – it's not about warrants. Do you think it would be wise – for the manager to either address it with them or do so by way of the use of a, I'll use the term, an apology. Yeah, I, I mean, knowing Rob Thompson, the type of man he is and type of person, uh, I think it probably was addressed. And he said, you know, maybe Rob Thompson's hands were tied. Maybe that was the game plan from, from get sure. you know, for You know, maybe that was because he had to skip another two days before going out there and realizing that, hey, there's more baseball ahead. And I realize it was the World Series. I get that. But I think it probably was addressed, and maybe it's something moving forward that, you know, maybe he comes out to the mound and, and Zach Lewis says, you know what, Skipper, I got enough left in the tank. We'll see how it goes. Um, I don't think it's, it's something that will affect Zach Wheeler. If I know anything about this ball club is, is the fact that last year is last year. They moved on. That's in the rear view. They're worried about this year, and that's the biggest thing that I've seen this year in spring training is they, these guys aren't really talking about last year. They say, yeah, the run was great. It was great, but we want to get to a different level. Their whole motto is two more wins. And I understand that. And that's great that they can move on. You know, I'm anxious to see how the Eagles move on next year, having come short in the Super Bowl. Do they have it in the tank? They feel like they can get back there and and get to that next level. But that's one thing I've seen out of this ball club in spring training is the fact that they're not letting last year affect them at all. They're worried about this year and getting the work done day in and day out here in Clearwater. Hey, Ben, great report, man. We look forward to having you on often. Obviously, probably sometime next week or two, whenever you're back, uh, we'll, we'll get you in here in studio for three hours, and uh, we love it, man. Have fun down there. Thanks, Ben. 
We'll do it. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. All right, there he is. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.